Hello and welcome to the conversation. Mini. I'm Heil Russell. And I'm Cameron Regal. And why are we doing a mini episode on the new rare fan gamer merchandise that was just revealed this past week? Um, because the DK Vine and the conversation were usually not on the merchandise beat. Stuff has been coming out quite a bit the last few years, and the only time we've really done a news story and we've done a conversation was last autumn when Fangamer revealed the new Rare Racers line of merchandise which, of course, is the first Diddy Kong Racing merchandise in around two decades. And we just got a timber pin, and we got a banjo pin, banjo in the Diddy Kong Racing cart. And it was very exciting, and we spent an entire episode, actually spun off into two episodes, sort of, but we just discussed... The implications for this, what it meant as a fandom to have the Diddy Kong Racing IP revived in a way that would make sense for Rare to revive it, or at least Rare's merchandisers, licensees, whatever, would re- to revive it. And it was a big deal. And that was it. Like, I, I wasn't going to make a habit of doing episodes about new merchandise or doing news stories on DK Vine about new merchandise. I'll, you know, talk about it on our social media channels, sure, but not really the kind of stuff we cover on DK Vine, which is mostly game-centric. However, uh, this last week, Fangamer unveiled a slew of new rare merchandise, and included in that batch is a new Rare Racer shirt. But... Really, just the whole selection of this product line for Rare and Banjo-Kazooie and Conger's Bad Fur Day and Diddy Kong Racing, the DKU in general, it was so exciting that I was like, you know what, this next episode of The Conversation, let's just discuss it because it it continues to tie into the Rare Racers thing and I'm I'm just jazzed about all of it. I spent over a hundred dollars in one in one go. It 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 was a demoralizing moment, but also really exciting because I didn't want to be without a lot of this stuff. So and I know you're the same, Cameron. <laughs> yeah, I tried to pick and choose my priorities and still kind of went overboard. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I prioritized three things, uh, but with shipping and everything, it you know, it, it still topped over $100, but I don't regret it. The FOMO was too much for this, and this is all stuff I genuinely wanted. So we, we actually do have a call, and we had a patron sort of write in with their thoughts. So why don't we go ahead and p- play the call? We'll read what the patron had to say. And then we will just get into the nitty gritty of this fan gamer merchandise. I should point out really quick that this is not paid promotion. We are not being 
paid under the table by Fangamer to talk about this. We are just enthusiastic about rare merchandise because we are fans who have been so long without it. And it's where we get quality, affordable merchandise that like is ticking off all sorts of niche boxes. It, 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 it makes us excited. It, like it, it sounds like I'm being a show, but like I wouldn't blow all this money on Fangamer merch if I didn't think they did really high quality work. Right. So th- right. that's the reason we're doing this. There's nothing nefarious. Uh, and even that, I know that like sounds like oh geez, that sounded like ad copy, but <laughs> I, I mean it sincerely. <laughs> yeah. When, when the conversation does do paid ads, you will know uh, because it will probably be for something. I wouldn't ordinarily shill, uh, like boner pills or um, girdles or, you know, so uh, th- th- this is this is in our wheelhouse. This is something we're excited about already. So that's the reason for this. And that being said, let's hear what our listeners have to say. Hi there, DK Vine Conversation. Did, I am Brittle Nipples Kevin, and I am kind of drunk. Um, I've been drinking Kraken Rum. Yay! I don't know why I did a thumbs up. You can't see it, but I did a thumbs up. Um, I saw that you're doing a mini episode about the fan gamer stuff, and, um, I don't know if you have a a co-host, because you didn't put it in Facebook or Twitter, but hi, Hyle. Hi, maybe somebody else. Um, anyways, the fan gamer stuff. They made a plushie of talking shit. Like, oh, it's so great. But that's kind of not why I'm calling. Um, I know you're, I know you have the first four figures stuff, and if you aren't aware, I'm a I'm actually a member of the first four figures on uh, fan group on Facebook, and they're actually they show a render of a great mighty Pooh statue. So you know, um, are you ready to pay like four hundred plus dollars for a giant piece of shit? Because I am. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I hope it. I hope it sings. Um, but yes, if I can find the money, I'm definitely getting the fan gamer push. Although I still need to get, like, the Conquer One and all the Gingos and the Gingerinator because I'm poor and these, these things are expensive. Um, but yeah, hope you're looking forward to that. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Brittle Nipples Kevin, drunk off crack and rum, calling in about plush poop. And, uh, I, you know, the, the first four figure stuff is great. When, when I think about all of the companies that have been part of this new era of rare merchandise, I, I would say Fangamer and First Four are at the top of my list. And the difference with 
Fangamer versus First Four Figures is First Four Figures turns out an incredibly high product. They've got great customer support. Uh, they ship things very carefully, which is an important thing with me. Um, utilize the bubble wrap, people. Um, but First Four Figures, they're enormous. Um, <laughs> and... I have two of them. I have the Banjo and Kazooie statue, and I have the Conquer on his throne. And I'm good. I, I'm kind of good there. It, if they, like, ventured into Donkey Kong and we got, like, a K. Rule or something, then I would have to reconsider. But I had to tap out with the Mumbo Jumbo and the Soldier Conquer. So if they do a Great Mighty Pooh statue, I, I can't justify it. For one, I just don't have space. Um, this new era of rare merchandise, it's amazing how quickly my DK Vine office space has just been smothered. Smothered underneath a pillow like the end of one flew over c- the cuckoo's nest uh, with DKU merchandise. I never thought I would see the day. Where I would have too much DKU merchandise. So I, I, I had to quit there. Uh, the, the fan gamer stuff is different in that it's relatively super affordable and I have a little bit more room for it. Although I'm questioning where I'm going to put my great mighty poo. So yeah. Um, I, I think the first for figure statues look really amazing. I love the level of detail and attention, um, evident in, in them which um i say having only looked at the photos because uh yeah that i've just kind of resigned that that's a product line i'm gonna have to admire from afar uh yeah the 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 conquer on his throne is honestly one of my favorite collectible pieces that i have and i i'm looking at it right now and it's just something whenever i look at it i stop and i go i can't believe that exists and i'm so glad i have it but it what, the Mumbo statue I was going to get, I, I was all ready to get it, and then I just took a look around, and I'm like, where? Where does it go? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, again, like, no disrespect to the work they're doing, but uh, big, high-end, and breakable are the three big red flags <laughs> for me owning something. yeah. Because if I have that in my living space anywhere, I'm going to spend every waking moment terrified that I'm going to accidentally knock it over. Yeah, somehow. I, I, I've given them their own, like, tables. They have their own display tables, Cameron. Now, not together. <laughs> they have separate display tables because they are enormous. I I cannot justify anymore. Like, maybe if DK Vine had the sprawling real estate that rare actually has, then sure, I would have hallways lined with statues. I think my ceiling is um like the ukulele statue that we had to um go through <laughs> uh eBay channels to get because of certain circumstances. Yeah. Where it's a sort of <laughs> me- medium sized, mid ranged, and made of a soft material. Yeah. And that's the great thing about fan gamer. Like fa- fan gamer it's just amazing the products they're able to uh, churn out and still be within your budget. I, I mean, it does get pricey when it stacks, but just as like one or two pieces, you're like, yeah, I could swing that. Sure. And they're like, they 
priced reasonably for the products they are. I mean, it's yeah. t-shirts, it's plushies, it's pins. Right, right. Like, these but, are all things with established price points that they're well within the reasonable range for. Yeah. So uh, thank you for calling Brittle Nipples Kevin. And uh, yeah, y'all, y'all have to send pictures when you get the, the inevitable Great Mighty Pooh statue in your living quarters. Curious to see how you display that. Uh, we've got this comment sent in by DJ Cat, and I, I will just read it uh, as written. Hey all, DJ Cat here, calling in about the new rare stuff on Fangamer. I'm quite impressed with the latest batch of stuff, and in fact, all of the rare stuff they have on their store. I've already bought the Timber the Tiger pin and a Perfect Dark shirt, and they are both great. I will most likely get some things from this new batch of stuff. The Conquer Cheers, Jeers, and Beers shirt looks great, as does the Rare Racer shirt, despite my slight disappointment that it doesn't have the plane, and maybe one other character on it. Also, the name Timber's Isle doesn't quite sound right to me. I prefer Timber's Island, but it's a minor gripe. Either way, it's still a log damn Diddy Kong Racing shirt, so that's bloody excellent. Kind of makes you wonder if this is all leading up to a potential Rare Racers game. Food for thought, eh? Well, I I very much doubt it. I know Cameron, Jeff, and I had our big, oh, wouldn't it be nice daydreaming episode shortly after we talked about the pins on the conversation. And it's still something I want to push for. It's still something I would absolutely love to see. And hope springs eternal. But yeah. I don't want anybody to get their hopes up or misconstrue DK Vine talking about this as much as we do as, you know, us knowing something like, oh, oh yeah, this is all leading up to a Rare Racers game. Wink, wink. No, no, we, we're just excited that Diddy Kong Racing has new merchandise. That's, that's all. I, I think unless you're Phil Spencer, t-shirts don't correlate to a new game getting made. Right. Now, if whatever. As cool as this is, and as much as I really would love something based on this concept, like that is a love letter to my sensibilities specifically. Yeah. Now, if if um, whatever replaces E3 this June ends with Phil Spencer unzipping and showing off this rare, uh, rare Razor shirt, then sure, yeah, yeah, that, then all bets are off. But yeah, this is just fan gamer knowing their audience and working with rare to make it possible so it's great i mean it, it's that that's all it is and like that, i i would put this another way if if they were legally able to make a diddy kong racing shirt would anybody assume a diddy kong racing game was in the works yes because i that, don't think that's so. the way the internet works <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i set the bar too low yeah uh, I mean, I, I am hopeful this might grease the wheels for things like a Diddy Kong Racing or rather Rare Racers like ship set in Sea of Thieves. You know, hey, the 25th anniversary is coming up. I'm just saying maybe, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's I don't like I would put it this way. I don't think any of this merchandise is the result of something already in the works to like tie into it, but I would love if it planted the seed for exactly. something. Exactly. Uh, like maybe a friendly anthropomorphic stopwatch or a friendly looking stopwatch that could be believed to be 
anthropomorphic by, uh, you know, very, very eager players. Put that in Sea of Thieves. I'm just spitballing ideas here. I I don't know. I don't trust people in Sea of Thieves when they say that they're friendly. (laughs) All all that being said, uh, I'm so glad that the Rare Racers line is continuing that the pins weren't just a one-off that our over-eager enthusiasm about it didn't scare anybody off at <laughs> Fangamer where I'm like, oh, they're going to be this weird about it. Let's just stop. Uh, we, we got a new t-shirt. <laughs> uh, let's let's lead with the t-shirt. The primary reason we're doing this because as cool as the Great Mighty Poop plush is, I don't think we'll be doing an episode about the new merch if it if that was the lead. Um the, the Rare Racer shirt, it is a design by Studio Illustrata and John K. John K, who has been behind numerous rare related fan gamer pieces. And it it is a shirt that says Rare Racers on top. By the way, it is stylized as a spaced Two words, rare racers, not the compound version that the um, the iconography that Fangamer uses for the brand has. But um, the the title of the shirt is also with the space. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, uh, if you actually look on the um, the size that they print on the um, the interior underneath the collar, they use the same rare racers logo from the pins, which is great to see that that like that piece of uh fangamer's own iconography for this brand perseveres uh but it but it's banjo and conquer racing across timbers island in a kind of um sepia monochromy kind of look um banjo's in his car conquer is in the hovercraft Banjo is clutching a golden balloon, and it says Rare Racers. It has the Rare Wear logo on the lower left, a kind of a circular oval that says 97, you know, the, the year Diddy Kong Racing came out. And then it says Timbers Isle Adventure Rare Wear. And um, that, that was what DJ Cat was referring to, that they use Timber's Isle instead of Timber's Island. I think that's just a stylistic choice. I don't think there's... I, I wouldn't assume there's anything to read into that. It, it just shortens it up a little bit. But it's the first actual official reference to Timber's Island in any capacity in 15 years since Diddy Kong Racing DS. So, huge win for DKU fans out there. We got Timber's Island referenced on an official product. We did it, folks. We 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 can uh, we can call it a week early this week. We just go hit hit the bar and celebrate. No, um, yeah, yeah, we got we got the foot in the door. Next is the hand. <laughs> uh, if you look closely, and actually, I I realized this, hence patterning the uh, patterning the key art for YouTube and SoundCloud for this episode. After this, this is actually modeled after the official renders from Diddy Kong Racing of Banjo in his car and Conker in his hovercraft. The key difference, though, and you are the one who first pointed this out to me, is that this is not the Diddy Kong Racing era Conker. Conker is wearing his Bad Fur Day hoodie and gloves. 
Yeah, I am curious as about that choice. I wonder if that is a a a conscious touch by the artist or if that is like you know rare's like standard branding this is what conquer looks like he is in this outfit no matter the context i or if actually... this is specifically like meant to be like a represent like a reunion of these characters years later but yeah that that's what i, I yeah took from it that you could look at it as it's not a snapshot of what happened in 97 it's them returning to timbers Island 25 years later and, and having a, a friendly little race um but I, I i don't know i don't know any details i don't know how this works i would imagine considering all of the conquer product that we've had so far that it might actually be uh, style guidelines like hey conquer can only be depicted like this or you know, like or maybe maybe this like you, you but having the conquer's pocket tails diddy kong racing era conquer on merch is if not expressly prohibited then not something that's actively encouraged like uh, this is what we want conquer to look like in the public eye yeah the reason i think that might be the case is I'm remembering um the Conquer U2's um mm-hmm. figure which was originally solicited looking like live and reloaded Conquer but when it came out was reverted to Bad Fur Day Conquer. Yes. And that could that could have been just because well the Bad Fur Day Conquer is the most remembered version of Conquer. But I could also see it being a directive from Rare that like this is this is the conquer we're going with. Yeah. And, you know, Dustin and I just did that whole episode about the varying looks of conquer over the years. And, and yeah, they, they've stuck squarely with the 2001 conquer look. And in fact, the U2s was interesting in that they kept the live and reloaded throne, even though they changed him to bad fur day conquer, which says to me that the, the biggest issue was, Hey, we don't want lime green shorts conquer on any merchandise. We don't want to confuse the brand, but yeah, I don't think there's a style guide for the comfy chair. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But again, like I, I, I'm not sure, but that just makes the most sense knowing how these things work. So it's fine. Like I, I don't mourn creepy gloveless conquer that much. And it it is fun to imagine that (laughs) this is a reunion between Banjo and conquer on Timbers Island after all of these years. Uh, yeah, it would have been nice to have seen another character in there, Timber, Pipsy, Bumper, uh, but uh, if you're going to have two paired together, it's fun to have Banjo and Conker, especially since they were the two who didn't make it back in Diddy Kong Racing DS. Yeah, and I do think, like, I I hate to say this because, like, it's DK Vine, but as a real, like, realistically... These two are the heavy hitters of the <laughs> of the cast that Rare owns, and I yeah. feel like anybody else would be overshadowed tremendously in this. Yeah, I mean, again, that's why you you have those two in there, and then you sneak in someone else. You 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 smuggle them in, but I I you know, right I understand. I mean, it, it. like like I would have loved to see like you know sm- smuggle Pipsy in there in a plane in the far far background or Timber. Like mm-hmm. that's, a, I'd say Timber's probably 
like I mean, his name's on the shirt. At least right. he's got that. And we have, we already have a piece of Timbers, uh, Timber Timbers Island. We already have a piece of timber merchandise with the pin. So you know the the groundwork has been laid for more timber. But I also get compositionally why we don't have another character in here either. It's a really well balanced image already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it works. I ordered it. It was first on my list. I was like, well, I have to have that. Um, I, it, I, it, it could have been a shirt that just said Rare Racers on it, and I would have ordered it. So, well, I'm yeah. glad it's also got a fun design. Yeah, it it. it I, I'm an, I'm an easy mark when it comes to anything related to Diddy Kong Racing. It is a must-have for me. Like, those pins, I, I, everything stopped, you know, time, yeah, it's, space. It's just, I had to order them right yeah, away. Like I, like I said, I had to make some difficult picking and choosing for the sake of my wallet. But if it's Diddy Kong Racing, I'm just, it's an automatic sell. Absolutely. Um, and then my second choice, my second in the cart was the Great Mighty Pooh singing plush. Now, this is yet another DKU plush designed by uh, Versiris, who has given us so much via Fangamer. Uh, Her her designs for Banjo and Kazooie, Yuka and Laylee, Conker himself... Uh, and I, when I say conquer himself, I mean it since Chris Sieber actually did new voice clips for him. When you squeeze him, he talks. And and the Jinjos, the, the five standard colors from the original game, and the Jinjinator, whose eyes light up. And um, got Gruntilda, which doubled. It, it, it was a double context. You it could either work as Gruntilda as the character interacting with your other plushes... Or it could have been just the Grunty plush scene at the end of Grunty's Furnace Fun. Works two ways. It's great. Uh, and and now we have the Great Mighty Pooh singing plush utilizing the actual song as recorded way back when by Chris Marlowe. In the in the ad video, it seems to be the live and reloaded version specifically because it's got the like reverb. Uh, and and it seems to be censored. We will see. I, I It's hard to say if they did that for the plush or for like promoting the plush or if you actually get it. it, it will yeah, be I'm, I'm not sure because the ad copy says, uh, and I quote, the Great Mighty Pooh song includes some bleeped swearing. Yeah. So I would think it's going to be bleeped in the actual audio of the plush, but the the audio in on the page like demonstrating how it works seems like it was bleeped in post so yeah. and, not and really sure it says parental advisory <laughs> which <laughs> granted it is uh, I, a giant uh, <laughs> i mean i, I want to point out i want to point out specifically it says parental advisory parentheses excreted content ah uh, yeah yeah like i said the, the parental advisory might just be because do you really want to give your child uh, a mound of shit? Then again, I've seen the poop emojis, plush poop emojis. Like, so th- this is not that far astray from what is socially acceptable uh, in our present day. Cameron, did you ever think you would have a great mighty poo? Uh, I, 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 by the way, I realize his actual name may be Chucky Poo, but everyone calls him the great mighty poo. Even rare, you know, so it's what he's marketed as in this plush. Even I like, don't all, fight in this all point. in 
Yes. Like first letter caps. Yes. I, I, I don't fight this point. I don't even like the name Chucky Pooh. It's like Great Mighty Pooh is kind of a better, funnier name. Um, and he literally says that's what he is. Yes, exactly. Now, <laughs> it is a descriptive term, but it's a wonderful descriptive term. Did you ever think we would see a Great Mighty Pooh plush? Eh, absolutely not. I've seen eh, I've seen fan-made ones that are excellent. Yeah, and we've seen uh, Grunt's excellent puppet version. Yes, yes. Um, but to have official merchandise like this, it, it, I mean, look, I, I'm running out of room for my Versiris Fangamer DKU plushes. I, be- I bought a display <laughs> shelf, uh, like a series of stacked corner shelves, f- just for them, right? And I was like, well... This will probably do because I can't imagine we'll be getting much after we get the the main characters. Banjo and Kazooie, Conker, Yuka and Laylee. And then we got the Jinjos and I was like, that makes sense. You know, Jinjos are hot right now post Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, and we got the Jinjinator. Well, that makes sense. It's their final smash. And then we got Gruntilda and I was like, wow, okay nervously tugging on my collar and now we have the great mighty poo and i'm officially gonna have to start doubling up on the shelves (laughs) it's it's funny not only did i not foresee a great mighty poo plush but just in the pantheon of fan gamer plushes if you were to ask me after grunty well what who do you think would be next in line i don't think the great mighty poo would have even been in my top like 10 no, I didn't even think we'd get another Conquer plush. And honestly. I love that. Yeah. Like, I, I thought after Conquer, Conquer would be it from Conquer. You know, they, they don't really market many other characters outside of the squirrel himself. Yeah, like, I would say if Conquer got another plush, I would have guessed maybe Greg. Mm-hmm. And I do want a Greg plush. Thank you for taking notes. <laughs> um. Oh, we'll, we'll share our wants. At the end of this mini, but yeah, I adore this Cameron, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm super excited to get my plush poop in the mail. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have some fun taking pictures with this one, because um, the, these these fan gamer plushes aren't really to scale with the Nintendo Donkey and Diddy plush uh, that's currently available. But, you know, if you squint, you can make it work. Let's also, let's be real, not to scale with their conquer. <laughs> okay, let's be realistic. Sure. <laughs> I think you'd I think you have to be able to sleep on the Great Mighty Pooh if it was to scale. Well, speaking of pillows, we do have the third thing I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> and this is something I never knew I wanted. I never knew I needed until I saw it. Yeah. It's one of those things that you don't know is perfect until you see it. And it's the Rareware Logo Pillow Plush, uh, also designed by John Kay. This is uh, just, it just, it's the classic Rareware logo as a pillow. Fangamer knows what they're doing. They know what we want. They know how rare fans, despite... Many of us absolutely loving the current Rare logo. We know that nothing will ever eclipse the classic 1994 to 2003 Rareware logo. And 
to have it and a giant pillow form that I could hug and and caress. And that's as far as I'll go with it, people. But it, it's still pretty exciting. And it's going to pair very nicely with my enormous DK barrel pillow I, I got uh, about a year or so back. It's really cool. And I feel like it's the kind of thing that would not exist had Rare not in the mid-90s kind of made their logo into this omnipresent character. Uh-huh. Yeah. That they made like all... like. Most of their N64 games had like some kind of either fancy intro or or comedy skit involving the rare logo, right? Or the or the myriad of renders of their own characters, um, like leaning up against the logo or caressing it, or just the treating treating this at, treating their logo as an object in physical space, and well. Yeah, now you have the the logo as an object in physical space. Chainsawing through the Nintendo logo in favor of the Rare logo, uh, which they immediately did the Xbox logo uh, the second they announced that they were being purchased by Microsoft. They depicted Conker murdering the Xbox logo. So, I mean, yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it's great to have, and I, I'm really wondering if we're going to also get the wireframe variant of it in the future, if this sells well, um, because I, of course, will also be ordering that. <laughs> <laughs> really, I wish I had a nice office couch that I crash on when I'm doing work in the office and I need to take a, a quick 10-minute cat nap. Because I would love to just have a place to display and cuddle up with these pillows. Uh, but I'm going to have this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, right now, I have kind of a gaming space in my office. So I have my pillows on the floor. Um, and it, when I say pillows plural, right now I have the DK barrel. And I also have something that the Yeti made, which is um, they repurposed some of their old t shirts into pillows around the holiday season and they had the Dixie and Kitty Kong riding the toboggan with Lemguins and Bleak in the background and I have that pillow as well so <laughs> that's that's an insight into the pillows that Hyle Russell owns that are DKU themed so that's all I ordered I ordered those three I was like well this is getting pricey I need to stop but had I ordered a fourth thing, it probably would have been the Banjo-Kazooie stationary set. And what kept me from ordering the Banjo-Kazooie stationary set was the fact that I would never want to write on them. It, it, it's, it's too pretty to want to disgrace with ink. So, um... Yeah, the, the same thing happened to me. It's I, I can't be trusted to buy something you're meant to write on and actually write on it. Yes, uh, this, this was designed, by the way, by uh, Audrey Wainer, and uh, it has delightful little cartoon depictions of much of the ancillary Banjo Kazooie cast and Banjo Kazooie themselves. But you've got you've got such luminaries as Grunty's Broomstick, Brentilda. Uh, and, and various transformations. Cheetos in there. Royston, Royston and his bowl is in there. So, I, I as much as I really wanted this, 
I couldn't justify it. So. Yeah, it's it's so thought thoughtfully designed. Like the the stylization of all the characters is really charming. Like the pattern on the backing is really cool. Um, I really like the the washi tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they they've got promotional images in there as well, and on one of them. Just, just kind of depicting how you use the stationery, you know, if you are an uh, <laughs> android who recently I, arrived I from the future this. and you never, you know, you, you don't know how to use stationery. It, it depicted as if Banjo was writing on his own stationery and there's a little to-do list on here and the three things on the to-do list that Banjo had written for that day, call Conquer. Talk to Bottles, Rescue Tootie. And, and so I, I don't know if this is implying from Fangamers' perspective that immediately before the events of Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo first called Conker to be like, hey, hi, you never guess what happened. Oh, a witch just flew down and took my sister. No. Um, <laughs> do, do you think these are written in order of priority? Well, <laughs> because so, it is really funny if they are. So if they are in order of priority, which most to-do lists are, and if this is supposed to be, you know, in, from a modern day perspective, not only did Tootie get kidnapped again, but it, why, why is calling Conquer the most important thing? And the only thing I could think of when I wrote the news story on DK Vine about this was it's a welfare check. It's a daily welfare check that Banjo uh, <laughs> has for Conker because he knows his old buddy Conker is in a dark, dark place. Oh. I know. <laughs> I don't think Fangamer intended that. They they just really wanted to get the fun shared universe reference in. Because, again, Fangamer clearly knows who's buying this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they have on the hook here. And they know who's going to do a whole podcast episode about this. So, anyway, it, it was appreciated. It was noticed and appreciated. I mean, two DKU references in one fell swoop. Thank you, Fangamer. Uh, it's 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 lovely. It, it it's just lovely to see it. It it feels like we have been heard. And um, granted, you know. As Andre has pointed out in the live stream chat, we uh, we did have Fangamer staff on this very show something like uh, eight years ago. So uh, clearly, clearly, it looks like there is uh, inappropriate collusion going on between us. But that's not the case. Rester- Fangamer has gotten so big since we did that little promotional giveaway with them. Back in the day, um, Fangamer has become a world-beating entity, and DK Vine is pretty much where we were back then. <laughs> but I'm so happy for them. Yeah, they've they've come so far. Um, and I guess, yeah, in the I guess in the interest of full disclosure, I should point out that I have a couple times um, had art of mine printed on Fangamer's promotional cards that they send out free with orders. Yes. So my hands aren't clean in this either. No, uh, but again, <laughs> like it's not like we're getting these goods sent to us 
as uh, you know, like we're we're ordering them. We're ordering them like responsible consumers. They're not, they didn't you know they didn't ask us to do this. I just I just wanted to talk about Banjo Kazooie stationery because you. I I think I don't need to justify myself anymore because I have displayed now over the course of ten seasons and twenty two years of DK Vine how hardcore I am. So I don't need to justify myself. Cameron doesn't need to justify himself. We are good. There's also other merchandise that, uh, high quality, by the way, I don't, I don't want to just like throw this, um, under the, the bus, like it's whiz pig or something, but it, yeah, there, there are three other pieces of conquer merch. There is a conquer hoodie, uh, also designed by John K. That when you think of Conquer hoodie, you think, oh, they're selling Conquer's hoodie uh, from Bad Fur Day. It, they're selling a replica hoodie. It's not quite that. I, th- it's- I think that could just be their le- leftover sands from Undertale hoodies. <laughs> this this says the king of all Conquer's brewery on the back, established two thousand one. Um, just, just, uh, it, it, it's a cool hoodie. I'm not a hoodie guy. Um, I'm barely a long sleeves guy. I've got to let them puppies breathe unless I have to dress up for, I don't know, a funeral. So, um, not for me, but still cool all the same. And if you're Conquer, you'd go to a lot of funerals. <laughs> uh, the patented Cameron Zinger, uh, he saves them up and then he just hits you with the killer joke, and then you're like, well, Cameron wins yet again. Uh, there's the Cheers, Jeers, and Beers shirt that DJ Cat referenced, um, and this is designed by Ian Wilding, which almost sounds like a Matt Corna character, but no, Ian Wilding, the real name. Uh, this is a lovely illustration, by the way. Um, yeah, the level of rendering on this for a like limited color print is really stunning. Uh, I I would almost want to order this, but I I took stock and I realized I have way too many shirts with Conquer on them, and I don't want to be that guy who walks around. Oh, that's the guy with the squirrel on his shirts. Not even the same shirt. He has the same squirrel on different shirts. <laughs> I, I I have to draw the line somewhere. I already have a uh, unlicensed Diddy Kong Racing shirt from Dracula Bite. The the Whizpig shirt with that I actually wore on our Magfest panel. And I was I was actually wearing it when I ordered this official Rare Racer shirt, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, um, I, I I I'm my my wardrobe is quickly becoming very samey because I have so much in the way of." I mean, I'm I'm currently wearing their Blast Course shirt as we record this record this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, but th- th- this, this I would love more Blast Course shirts. I would love to have that problem with this. <laughs> uh, th- this this shirt it sort of reminds me of it, it's the I think it's the Cheers in the title. It reminds me of the opening of Cheers. Like a if Conquer were a character on Cheers, this would be the old timey picture that would be for his uh, for his cast credit that him holding up this this beer. Um, it's, it's it's a great shirt. I may get it eventually if they don't deplete their stock. 
I, I tend to go for the fan gamer shirts that um, are more evocative than just straight up character depictions. Their uh, Spiral Mountain Explorer shirt, I, I absolutely adore that. Um, I, I've ordered it a couple times because I've worn it into the ground. But um, this is great. I might get it eventually. It's not a high priority for me. And there's also the uh, Drunk Tank print uh, poster um, by, again, Ian Wilding. It's It looks like a movie poster for Conker's Bad Fur Day. It's Conker drowning in a pitcher of beer. It says, a good night, ellipses, leads to a bad day. This is great. I would love to get this framed, but I'm also running low on wall space, if I'm honest. The, the rendering on this is beautiful the colors are beautiful yeah. i love the cleverness of making the sea and conquer into the beer mug handle oh i didn't even notice yeah. that shit oh that's good that is that is good um i i like this i would really love it but i'm looking around right now my wall space is also getting very limited and I was like, this would be great to put over my first four figures conquer statue i have a captain bones poster uh, a framed Captain Bones poster over that currently. But I, it's, it's just like I, I'm running out of wall space. Maybe when I move to a bigger office, um, this this could adore my walls. But I have to draw the line somewhere, Cameron. Have to. Anyway, that uh, that that's all. That's all. That that that's that's all there is. But th- this is probably one of the best hauls of of new rare merch since I think they did the. The holiday stuff for Banjo Kazooie, um, couple of years back. Since since maybe the Rare Racers pins, I I don't know. They they do they do these in these huge released waves, and I was just thinking the day before. It's been a while since we had new Rare merchandise from Fan Gamer. Hmm. I wonder when we'll get that. And then sure enough, it just drops in the middle of the afternoon, and you're like, oh my god. But. I, I just want to gush really quick before we talk about what we'd like to see next. The quality and affordability of the fan gamer merchandise is so... It, the, the quality is well done. It, it, I've never had a problem with anything I've ordered from Fangamer. And the affordability is amazing when you consider that this is relatively bespoke merchandise for a niche fandom. And yet they hit this high quality mark every time, and yet keep it within your budget, unless you you know have to get everything. That that then it becomes a little bit unwieldy. But if there's like one or two things you want, it's pretty doable, all things considered. Yeah, and it, it's it's I like their stuff because it's the right combination of they they produce this merch that is clearly made they. They find people with great artistic sensibilities to do this and who are fans of these things yes. themselves. And that comes through. Like, that that love for the characters, for the universe, it actually comes through in the merchandise, which makes the merchandise extra fun. It's just like, oh, yeah, I have a Ginginator plush, and its eyes light up. Uh, like, what And, the like, hell? that's... And that's the Ginginator in specifically is fun because I get the impression that that was a reactionary product mm-hmm. um, from Fangamer because they 
they mocked up a fake Ginginator to promote the normal Ginginator, I mean, the normal Jinjo plushes, and immediately got demand for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I kind of have to wonder if, I kind of have to see this, like, batch of product as maybe a response to seeing their Banjo and Conquer stuff do well, and I hope that's the case. And, of course, the Rare Racers pins. I, I, and yeah, I, I think it's been doing well considering it, the, the, tr- the train is still coming. Um, and I, I hope it continues to do well. Uh, like I said, I've never had a problem with Fangamer. I've ordered more from them than I have any other company of this sort. Um, I, I've had problems. I've had problem recent problems with other outlets that I won't get into here. Um, and it, it, it's just been a nightmare just from the way it was packaged and shipped and ruined. And then the their complete lack of care for wanting to correct it. Uh, Fangamer is the complete opposite. And so it's it's just been it's been a pleasure uh, seeing them evolve and being a fan of theirs from that Simeon sidekick shirt way back when all the way to a great Mighty Pooh plush officially licensed by Rare. Um so happy for them, and I will continue to endorse them as, as I mean, <laughs> just keep it coming. But what would we like to see next, Cameron? Um, so I, I'm sort of obsessed with these Versiris plushes, and I want, even though I have already bemoaned my lack of space, I want to, I want the collection to continue because I, it, it's, not not too long ago, I remember seeing the officially licensed Mario plushes, uh, of which Donkey and Diddy are sort of a part of that brand, and just feeling envious of, like, all of these, like, Mario baddies and side characters and variants were getting plushies, like, just, just, like, down the list. And I was just thinking, as a DKU fan... I'm never going to get that. Like, we can't even get a Dixie Kong plush uh, in this day and age. Uh, and, you know, they're they're putting out, you know, Kamek and all sorts of, like, even more obscure Mario baddies. And I, it's like, oh, wow, you know, if only. And, and now we, we've got this huge line of... Not not just rare, but platonic too. Like I love how compatible they are. You know, they're all designed by Versiris, <laughs> and um, it's just kind of a sneaky thing. Like he, he, I've got Yuka and Laylee and Banjo Kazooie and Conker, and they're all part of the same set. But um, I <laughs> I would love to see Mumbo. I'm they they did the um, the B um what what was it? What was that nineties Nintendo licensee? Um, B and D um, associates or whatever that did the plushes back then. They did the Mumbo Jumbo that was a uh, I think Toys R Us exclusive that you got for reserving Banjo Kazooie at Toys R Us. I got that Mumbo back in the day, but I would love a Mumbo yes. in the S- style. Speak, speaking of things, I have to admire from afar. Have you seen what that's going for on eBay? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I would love uh, a new plush Mumbo that's more affordable than the first four figure statue or the vintage one in this day and age. And you know, I think for Cyrus, she could really knock that out of the park and have some fun things with it. And 
you know, maybe have detachable eyes, you know, a la nuts and bolts. I don't know. But Mumbo and Bottles. Bottles would be fun. Uh, just, we've never had a Bottles plush. So I'd be, I'd be happy with Bottles. Uh, from Conquer, I would want to see... You said mention Greg, and that's kind of a, a no-brainer for me. But also Birdie. I, I, I think Birdie would make a really fun plush. Rodent. Uh, I, would, I would love to see Rodent uh, get his due as kind of uh, one of Conker's only friends. And of course, Rare Racer plushes. Let's, let's bring them on. Uh, <laughs> I've already seen Versiris' Timber uh, in the pin and uh, uh, a print she did back in the day. So I would love to see that Timber as a plush. Oh my God, are you kidding me? And let's throw in Pipsy, and let's throw in Tip Top, and let's throw in Bumper, and maybe a Whiz Pig, and uh, <laughs> you know TT, and uh... yeah, basically everybody from Diddy Kong <laughs> Just, Racing that uh, Rare owns. So, I I kind of wonder if it would be feasible to like I would love to, of course, see the extended Diddy Kong Racing cast, but I wonder if it would be feasible to even produce the car as a plush. In like multiple colors and even like fit the existing banjo and conquer. Yeah, let's 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 just make let's just make all the cars and all the colors, all the hovercrafts and all the colors, all the planes and all the covers. Let's have <laughs> play sets of every track. Oh my god, give me give me everything. You know what? I don't need I don't need I don't need furniture. <laughs> I will <laughs> I'll just be a grown man approaching forty playing in the living room of his home, Diddy Kong Racing, day in and day out. I'll 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 quit DK Vine. I'll just wear a diaper. That will be my existence, and I would be perfectly content. What about you, Cameron? This has been a File Two production. Terrico.